Okay, we're going to start today that Vav, Vav Ahmed Base. <coughs> we are in the middle of talking about the case of um, uh, Egla Rufa. There's a certain type of calf that has to be brought when um, there's a mess mitzvah. And the din is about Egla Rufa. It cannot be worked. It can never have worked before. The question is, what if it worked without your intention? So that's what we're talking about. So we brought down from a Pasuk that says in Pasuk, Asher Le'ubad Ba, that was never worked with. So we learned that from that puzzle that <clears throat> even if the cow worked without your intention, you didn't make it work, but you um, it worked without your intention, it's still possible. Says the Gemara, if it's still, we're just quoting from last, uh, from last, yes, the, the last line, last Amud, if it's, um, if it works even without your intention, then it's possible. Why in the case that, um, it, why in the case that it worked without your intention completely? You said last time, which it went, it went into a field. You, you didn't put it inside the field in order for it to um, to feed or to it just you put it inside the field for storage, whatever it was, and it started working. So why in that case does um is it still kosher? If we learn it from the pasuk ubad ba, ubad means worked in any in any case it worked. It's possible. So why in the first case that we mentioned yesterday is it possible? So we're starting answering the gemara chavav and base halay damya halaha. If you put inside the field, the beginning of the bride said that you put inside the field, not for working completely, you just put inside the field for storage and it worked without against your attention. It's similar to a case that we have in a mission that says, it's similar that if a bird jumped onto its back, the thing is that's created, even though when the bird was on its back and it walked, it carried the bird, so the cow did malacha. But since you have no interest in the bird being on its back, so it's not kind of malacha. But Allah but if a male cow started having relations together with your cow, even though you didn't put the cow there for, for it to, to, to breed together with other animals, so it's possible. Obviously, what's the difference in both cases? What's the difference if a bird goes on its back without your intention? It's kosher. But if a cow jumps, if a cow breeds together with it with your calf, it's possible, even though you didn't have intention for it. What's the difference? So I'm gonna papa. The papa says a very interesting thing. Okay, so it says in Pasuk, Asher loy, Asher loy, Ovad bo, Ovad ubad bo. Okay, it says in Pasuk, Asher loy ubad bo. You have to get a cow that was never worked with. So the Papa says like this. I'm not Papa. If, 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 it, if it would have said in Pasuk that a cow, Asher loy ovad bo, ovad meaning ein, base, dalit, vukarin ovad, and we would have read it ovad. So then, ad ovad bo iu, ovad means you made it work. So then, if it would have said in Pasuk, a cow that you never worked it, so then it would only, only be possible if you worked it, if it did any sort of work without you working it, then it's kosher. On the other hand, iksiv, ubad, if it would have said ubad, umad means it was worked with, vukarin ubad, and we would, have, we would have read it in the Pasuk, ubad. So I feel my So now I would run in the other direction, that even if any circumstance that it worked, Without your intention, as long as it worked, the story passes. And now that says in the Torah, what does it say in the Torah? It says in the Torah, Ovad with Ayn based Dal. So Asher Lay Ovad, Ayn based Dal, which Ovad means you made it work. On the other hand, the Kri, the way we read this work, the way we read this word in the Pasuk, isn't Ovad, it's Ubat. So we learn that from here, Hashad Rsiv Ovad. Now that it says in the Torah, Ovad. The Kardinan Ubad, and we, the way the Kri, the way you're supposed to read it is Ubat. It's to teach us the teach us a very interesting thing that what that ubad dumya do abad meaning 
<clears throat> the case that the cow, if a, if a cow works unintentionally, has to be similar to a case that you intentionally made it work. What does that mean? Just like other, just like when the cow works intentionally. It's working because you want it to work. So too, if the cow works unintentionally, if you have benefit from this work, so it's as if you made it work. On the other hand, so that's why in the case that the cow was breeding together with another cow, even though you never put it in the field to breed it for another cow, but at the end of the day, you have benefit from it, from breeding with another cow. On the other hand, in the case that they have a bird goes on the cow's back, even though you, the bird going on the cow's back, the cow's doing malacha, you have zero benefit from the goes, the bird going on the cow's back. And therefore, it is still kosher. Okay, now we're going back. So that was that sugya. Um, we explained the a fundamental difference between what does intentional and unintentional mean. Intentional doesn't, in our case, our specific case, doing something intentional doesn't mean you did something intentional. It means that even if the cow did something by itself, if you would have had or you, st- or you have any benefit, that is counted as intentional, and therefore the cow is possible. On the other hand, if the cow did malacha without you making it do malacha and you have zero benefit from that malacha, so then the cow is not counted as malacha and the cow is kosher. Bring a raya from a brisa. Just to recap, yesterday we had a machleik between Rava and Abaye. Rava said that um, Rava said we had a case of EF What does that mean? It means in a case like in a case like in a, we had an argument in a case that someone has to be doing something, meaning he has to be going in a certain direction, and once he's going in a certain direction, so something came up on the way that's also by no. And the, so the question is, since if he's here anyway, there's no other option for him to go away. Can he have benefit from that or can he not benefit? We're going to bring an example over here. Let's see over here. Tashima, it says in the rights like this. Aveda, if you find a jacket on the street. So what you do with the jacket? You should not spread out the jacket in your house. You have to obviously have a chiyah of you have to take the jacket home. What you do with the jacket? So you should not spread out the jacket on the bed. And you shouldn't hang up the jacket or spread it out on beams. For your intention, meaning you cannot, if you want, now that you have a jacket, you have a nice sheet, and you want to use it as a, a, a blanket, or you want to use it as a nice curtain, so if you're hanging, hanging, the, hanging the object up for your benefit, you cannot do that, because you're having benefit from something which is not yours. But, if for whatever reason, you have to spread it out for the need of the, Garment, for example, the garment should get dusty or the garment should get worn out. So then, then you're able to spread it out. I got the meat on top of a bed, but I got the market on top of beans. Okay, so if you're spreading out the jacket for your need, it's also if you're spreading out the, the garment for its needs, meaning to keep the garment fresh, then it's mutter. What if you got a lot of guests? You have a lovely guest, and a lot of guests, you want to make your house look nice. So the din is, you're saying, you could say like this, I anyway have to hang up this garment because I don't want to get I don't want to get it dusty. So when I have a lot of guests, I also want to hang up the garment for my house to look nice. So I'm going to use two, kill two birds with one stone. I'm going to hang the garment up for my need and also to make the house look nice. Can I do that or not? The din is that also you cannot do that. Lechari is a clear proof against Rav. Rav said that if you have a case that you have to do something, if you have a case that you have to do something, and while you're doing something, while you're, you're doing that that um, that action, a other thing comes up, 
then you didn't have intention for that, but something also comes up. So according to Rav, you could continue doing what you have to be doing. Let's say you're walking down the street and someone starts playing non-kosher music or whatever it is, you could just carry on walking. No problem. You don't have to avoid the situation. So in this case is a um, this case is a proof against Rav. Could we see clearly that even if you have, have to hang up the garment um, for the garment's need, which is a mutudika case, but if you're doing it also for your benefit, so it's possible. You can't have benefit from something which is not yours. It says the Gemara, no, don't bring a proof from there. Because Shani Hassam, the case of a garment is different than Kalila, because when you if you uh, when you hang up the garment in front of your guest, so it's true that you're hanging the garment up also, so the garment should be fresh, but you're also damaging the garment. Why? Because Imushum ain't a bisha, either you're damaging the garment through iron hara, meaning now you have a lot of guests and they're gonna see your garment, it's gonna make iron hard in the garment, so therefore you're not and you're not only ha- you're hanging the garment out for the gar- garment's benefit, but at the same time, you're also damaging the garment. Or maybe the garment's going to get stolen. And therefore, even though you think you're hanging, you're hanging up for your benefit, at the end of the day, it could harm the garment, and therefore it's possible. And therefore, it's, you cannot hang up the garment. Said the Gemara continues on, on this suya. Toshima, bring your braisa. And it says like this. Someone sells garments which are kilai, meaning they have wool and linen mixed up together. Then is you could sell wool and linen, but you cannot wear wool and linen. So how are you supposed to uh, sell, how are you supposed to demonstrate your garments? Yeah, in those days, look, they didn't have the, the dolls or whatever these things that you, they, uh, the, the shop, the, the clothes shops have to demonstrate the garments. So the din is they're able to wear, yeah, the, the clothes merchants are able to wear the garments um, or to wear the garments in order to, to demonstrate them. Even though it's kilain, as long as in the winter you shouldn't have any kavana that it should guard you, these garments should shield you from the wind, from the from the from the from the, the rain. And so in the summer, you shouldn't have intention that the garment should give you shade from the sun. So what do we see from here? We see from here that um, that the case is that to sell garments, you're able to sell them, even though you have benefit from something which is usher. You're not, your intention is not to have benefit from it. Your intention is to sell them, and therefore it's okay. Hatsnuin, vatsnuin, meaning the people who are extra from. Mafshirin lachreim b'makel, they don't wear, when they sell the garments, they don't wear the garments. They will put a stick and hang the garment up on a stick, and, and that's how they will sell the garments. Why is there a hat for everyone to sell the garments while wearing them, if you're able to put on the stick? So that's what you should do. If you're able to do something which is usher, and you're able to do something which is mutter, you're able to wear the garments, which is wearing the garments is usher, and you're able to wear them on a stick, which is mutter. So why is there hatter to wear the garments on your on your body if you could put them on a stick? And we still see that since you're not having intention, you're able to wear the garments to sell them. So to Yufta, the man, the masni lishno kamod This is a clear proof against Rava, which we learned yesterday. It's Yufta. It's Yufta. So just to get the idea, we just brought a very strong, uh, strong idea over here. That um, I'm not getting into Allah of a pearl, but the Gemara says a very extreme uh, idea that if you're doing something which is usher, 100% usher, you're wearing a garment which is now kilaim, and that garment is 100% usher to wear. If you're going to wear it just with a small mindset to have um, benefit from this, from the, from the, uh, it should guard you from the rain, then that's going to be 100% usher. The Bryce is Mechadish, that since, um, since you, um, 
the Bryce Mahabh, since you're not having Kavana, so since you're having Kavana, even though you're able to do it in another way, even, even though you're able to put it on the stick, it doesn't matter. If you're doing something which is us and you're not having Kavana to do it, then it's Mutter, which is a contradiction to what we said according to Rabba, which Rabba said that would be awesome. Okay, second so that. Yeah, so there's a lot of examples of this din. I said example before someone walking down the street and um, something in that sneeze pops up, whatever it is. So he doesn't have to, according to this shit at least, he doesn't have to avoid that way. If he's on that way anyway, he can continue going, just not have kavana to have benefit from it. Or shaking according to other shit is, you have a chiyuv to, um, to get away from any smell, any, uh, any, any uh, connection to Isra as much as possible. Okay, now the guy's going all the way back to um, the Mishnah, so Hon Sugya, the Mishnah said that you cannot take chametz and use it to um, use it as firewood for your oven. Why? Because since the chametz is asba no, so you cannot use the ch- use chametz to use it as firewood for your oven. Even though while you're using it for firewood, you are burning the chametz. Doesn't matter since you're having benefit from it, so you cannot do it. Tanur Abanu learn it right like this: Tanur, if you have a clay oven. Which you used it, you fired, you stoked, you fired it up, you got it hot together with clipper oil. You used as firewood, you used um, peels of oil. And we all know oil is asbana, the first three is asbana. Or you used it, you used to heat it up, the stalks of grapes from kilain, which is also asbana. So what's the name? Chadash, if it was a new oven, meaning that you never use the oven, this is your first time using the oven. So Yutats, you have no other option than breaking this oven and rebuilding it. Why? We're going to see soon. Because the idea is that the first fire in the new oven is what makes the oven, it strengthens the walls of the oven. And since the oven got strengthened and is basically built through a fire that was made by something which is Asabana, therefore now the whole oven becomes Asabana, according to them. But Yashon, if it's an old oven, meaning it's an oven you have for 25 years already, you just stoked it, you just used it once with non-kosher firewood. So Yutsan, in order to cook in it, what you have to do is you have to make sure it, cold, it gets cold 100%. Once it gets cold 100%, you're able to re-fire it with kosher wood, and then it would be kosher. What if Afaba pass, meaning you never made it, um, a third case, you never wait until it gets cold. Or if it's an old oven, a new oven, you never broke the oven, you baked bread inside. So now this bread was baked by fire, which is made by an oven or by fire, which is from non-kosher wood. So that's that's Machlai, because Rebbe, Rebbe says, Hapasa Surah, the bread is us. And the idea why Rebbe says the pasta is us, we're going to see in the Gemara soon, because Rebbe holds that bread that was baked in a oven, a wood oven, and the wood was usher. So now it's called Yes Shabach It's in the past. In Rebbe Hall, when you bake bread inside the oven, so the wood goes into the wood, depending on what type of wood it is, has a huge effect on the type of how your bread is going to be baked. And therefore, since your bread is your bread is directly having benefit from the wood, so and the wood is usher, so that bread now becomes usher. So according to Rebbe, that we don't only really look at bread as it was baked in the oven, but the bread now gets the status of the wood itself. The bread is mutter. So even though the bread was baked in a non-kosher, in an oven that was made by non-kosher um, or things which are to use, the wood which are to use, according to the Abana, Abana say no. 
what do you mean? You just used it in a um, a surrounding that was usher, but the actual bread, um, the wood never went into the bread, or the wood doesn't have any direct effect on the on on the bread. The fire does, but the wood doesn't doesn't have direct effect on the bread, and therefore according to Rabbanon, it's mutter. What if bishla third case bishla agabi What if you cook the bread on on um, on coals? Which are asban, or let's say you have coals of, of let's say you have a, a wood, which is a, you cook it directly, you didn't put it in the oven, you cook it directly inside on the coals. Everyone agrees that it's mutter to eat because we're going to see by soon, we're going to see soon uh, by coals. By coals, everyone agrees that the way coals work is that the heat comes out the coals and the heat is mutter banna. Yeah, the iser is only inside the wood. Once the wood gets burnt, it turns into, it turns into complete coal. So then what's coming out? The heat. The heat's coming out of. A piece of uh, uh, that is already finished, terminated already, and therefore it's mutter. Okay, so that's what we have. Machlekes Rabbi and Chum Rabbi says that if you cook the bread, the bread is aser, and Chum says if you cook the bread, the bread is mutter. Says the Gemara straight away about Tanya. It's a bit sidetracked, but the Gemara straight about Tanya. We we said in our place uh, that if it's a new oven, you have to destroy it. And if it's an old oven, you have to wait till it gets cold. We have an abraisa that says that it says a different day. But Tani, we learn a brisa contradiction there, contradicting them. It says, Bain Khadash, Bain Yashan Yutsan. Any type of oven, say if it's an old oven or say if it's a new oven, you don't have to break it. You just have to make sure it gets cold. So this contradicts the previous brisa, which the previous brisa said, if it's an old oven, you have to get rid of it. And if it's a new oven, you could, if it's a new oven, you have to get rid of it. And if it's an old oven, you can use it. And this brisa says that, say an old oven, say a new oven, you can both use it. It's not a contradiction. Ha, Rebbe. The first base that said, the first base that said, by an old oven, you have to, yeah, by a new oven, you have to destroy it. And by an old oven, you have to wait till it gets cold. Is goes according to Rebbe, which Rebbe held that same Rebbe held that if you bake bread inside the oven, then the bread, the bread is awesome. Why? Because Rebbe holds. That is the idea we said before, yes, Shavach eats in the past, that the wood and the oven has a huge effect on the bread. So therefore, according to Rebbe, if the oven is a new oven, so since the new oven was, was founded by Isser, then you have to break it, and, and the oven has a huge effect on the bread, so you have to break the oven. Baharabonon, the second, the Brisa, so that's why Rebbe said to break the oven, but the second Brisa goes according to Rebbe, the second Brisa says that beside new oven, beside old oven, you could use Goes according to Rabbanon. Rabbanon hold that if you bake bread in a non-kosher oven, it's kosher. Why? Because the wood doesn't go into the bread, and therefore, if the wood doesn't go into the bread, so even though your oven was founded by iser, by by uh, by wood, which is aser, it doesn't matter because the wood doesn't go into the oven. Doesn't make the 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 wood doesn't go into and um, the walls of the oven, whatever you want to call it, and therefore, um, the oven didn't become one hundred percent us. Okay, so that was a machleik as the Rebbe and Abam. The idea is, does the wood, meaning do we say, do we make a connection between the wood that's in the oven and the oven? Do we say that the wood goes into the bread or the wood goes into the oven? Or do we say that wood is only a, um, I don't have to explain it exactly, the wood is only a, uh, a middle way to get to fire. And once you have the fire, the fire is the one that's having an effect on the oven, not so much the wood. Sad thing about the aim of the Shamus the Rebbe, when can you? When do we have this argument according to Rebbe? That Rebbe said that you cannot use bread that was baked by non-kosher wood. Is the reason we said that? The reason we said for that is Mishum the Yes in the past because there's direct benefit from the wood which goes into the bread, and therefore if the wood is aser, so the bread also becomes aser. But 
So that's all assuming that that's his reasoning. But Zebra said, great him, But do we learn out from his thing, from Rabbi's din, a din of Zebra Zeb great him? Just make a short introduction. Something called Zebra Zeb great Zebra great means if I have a kosher thing and a non kosher thing, and they both join together to cause a third action. Right? For example, um, in our case, you have an oven, let's say an old oven. So the oven is kosher. Yeah. The oven is kosher. And you use non-kosher wood inside the oven. Okay, so there's two things. And then you put bread inside. There's two things causing this bread to cook. The first thing is causing the kosher, kosher wood, non-kosher wood. And the second thing which is causing is kosher is a kosher oven. Or even if you have two types of wood together, let's say. So according to the Rabbi, so that's called Zeb Vazeb Gredem. Zeb Vazeb, both have kosher, something which is kosher, and Zeb, and something which is non-kosher, Gredem, causing a third act, causing the bread to bake. Do we say, that since the bake the bake was cooked by a bit of a non a non kosher object, do we say that the bread is not kosher? Or do we say no? Since the bread was also joined together by kosher wood or kosher oven, so the bread is mutter. So the question is, does Rabbi hold of this concept or not? Because since Rabbi said that in since Rabbi said that if you cook bread in this oven, it's also lechayra. There's two actions, two things that are needed over here to cook the bread. There's a kosher, a kosher aspect and a non-kosher aspect. So why does Rabbi say that, um, in other words, can we learn that from here, Rabbi's opinion, that Zebra said Gredim is us? Says the Gemara, answer the Gemara, I don't like Kasha. Ha, Rabbi Lazar, ha, Rabbona. The Gemara says no. It's not a question. One Bryce goes to counter Rabbi Lazar. And one Bryce goes to counter Rabbi We're going to expand this soon. But in other words, the Bryce that says, um, that an old oven cannot be used is goes according to Rebelez. What is Rebelez? We're going to explain Rebelez's opinion now. Tomorrow I'm going to read, we're going to read, uh, we're going to explain much more. We're just going to see the opinion of Rebelez. What is Rebelez's opinion? Rebelez says, Hi, Rebelez. Which Rebelez? Who's Rebelez? Ilem Rebelez of the Seir. If you're going to tell me Rebelez of the Seir, what does that mean? We're going to explain in a second. If now we learn the Mishnah, Seir Shachulin, have Levin of Hulin. If I have leaven of Duma, which they fell into a into a uh, into a dough. Yeah, leaven means that there's certain it's like yeast, basically. It's certain it's a, there's certain things that make bread rise. So what if you have a leaven of chulin, or like in the Nadas, you have sourdough starter. So you have a leaven of chulin and you have a leaven of truma, and they both fell into a, a piece of dough. The aim bazak de la the leaven of truma doesn't have enough in it to make the bread rise by itself, and the, the leaven of chulin doesn't have enough power in it to make the to make the bread rise by itself. And they both fell together, and when they both fell together, they made the bread rise. What's the din? It started for the The bread now rose. Do we say that since the bread rose because it has a bit of truma inside of it, that's us? Do we say no? Since the truma didn't have enough by itself to make the bread rise and it joined together with chulin, so therefore the bread is mutter. So the din is, says, I look at the last thing that fell in, meaning, depends what fell in first. If the first thing that fell in was Truma and the second thing that fell in, that fell in was Chulin, so the bread is Chulin. But if the first thing that fell in was Chulin and the second leaving that fell in was Truma, so we look at after the last one. That's Rebelez's opinion. say, that doesn't make a difference. Never do we 
And we never say that this bread is us. Why? Because it doesn't, we don't care which thing fell in first. <clears throat> all of the, all of the, all of the um, times that it falls in, even if it's um, Tumah fell first or the, the Chumah fell, or the, or the, the Chumah fell first, it's always going to be Mutter. Why? Because is Mutter. If I have two things that cause one thing to, to happen, but they cause it both together, it's Mutter. Okay, we're going to stop over here. We're holding the middle of the sugya. We're going to stop over here of the Mchavav Amad Aleph. And we'll continue tomorrow in Mitzvah Shem. Have a good night.